What's up, everyone? You're listening to the Spirit JP Podcast. How are you, everybody? It is, what is today? The 29th of February. Um, we're rolling into this weekend with a skid pad session event on Sunday. Uh, the weather looks like it's going to be around like 53 degrees, so it's going to be nice out. Thank God. Um, we're still bring your canopies and everything. Make your pit set up. Bring a chair. Bring table or foldable table, bring whatever you can fit in whatever you're hauling the car with, whether or not you're street driving it or bringing it out, shaking it down, or it's your only car, fit what you can, just make sure to bring a chair, um, canopy always fits, I've fit a lot of stuff in the, in the uh, R32 B4, um, including table, canopy, tires, spares, tools, blah, 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 just get creative, it's kind of like Tetris, but make sure that you're comfortable, um, you don't want to be uncomfortable at an event where you're thinking about um, anything other than driving. So, with that said, this weekend we've got um, we've got 20 drivers signed up, so it's going to be a great day of progression for everybody involved. We've got some intermediate drivers signed up, um, a bunch of new drivers um, that are coming out. So I'm very excited to see everybody loving these skid pad session events because they are hugely beneficial, and whether you don't realize it at the time or not. Um, they will benefit you in more ways than more ways than you can imagine. Um, whether you're practicing donuts on the donut pad, working on throttle control, getting that consistent throttle down, um, and then realizing what happens when you add more throttle or breathe off of the throttle. These are all crucial things that you'll want to know for when you're, you know, eventually chasing somebody and you've got to make a quick adjustment and you know exactly what to do in that scenario. No better place to practice it than on the donut pad um, instead of practicing it for the first time when you're chasing somebody and you don't know what to do and, you know, incidents can happen. We're going to try to avoid those. So if you are an intermediate driver that wants to take a step back and work on um, throttle control and dialing in those fundamentals of transition timing, et cetera, et cetera, sign up for an event. Um, we're, we're here to help you guys um, get better any way that you want. So. If you have uh, something specific that you want to work on throughout the day and the skid pad seems like the best place to practice it, let us know and we can tailor your day around focusing on that specific skill that you wanted to learn. Um, figure eight pads, we've got a couple of them out there. I think we've got three of them out there for you guys to practice on whatever your group is at that um, station. So figure eights, these can be used for a lot of things. Um, transition timing is one of them. Um, having a specific point on the pad where you are going to transition each time and making sure that you're putting the car where you want to put it versus letting the car kind of drive you and you're just kind of reacting to the car's actions. You want to be the driver that is in control of the car the entire time. Um, so with that said, figure eights, you can work on transitions, um, loading the car up from one side to the other and back and forth. Um, you can also work on um, doing donuts around one of the figure eight cones and then widening out that donut and going around the second cone, doing donuts around the second cone, and then breaking free of those donuts, going around to the second cone. Um, and then you can start doing figure eights, figure eight, figure eight, and then go around both cones and tuck back into the, into the center. So that's working on, um, that's where, that's working on tight radius to extending out with throttle 
and then into a decreasing radius corner and looping around and doing a donut. So there's a lot of different techniques and practice we can work on that will help dial in your throttle control skills and your timing, which is the most important part of your thing. Um, is timing. Everything is about timing things correctly, and the only way that you're going to figure out when those or how to hone in that timing or those timing skills is just going to be by any time of practice. So the more you practice it, the more you get comfortable with it to the point where it becomes second nature to you, anything related to driving or you're doing the whole lap to the point where you're not even thinking about anything except for where you're putting the car. Your body is doing the rest. So basically, you're pointing your eyes at where you want to go, and your body is figuring out, using all of its inputs, you know, downshifting, handbrake, you know, throttle, clutch in, foot brake, et cetera, et cetera, steering, um, all that is going to be second nature the more you practice. So the only way to get there is to practice as much as possible, and with dedicated guided practice, with our instructors, with myself, we're going to push to get you there um, faster than it took us to get there. So a goal of any of our instructors is to get you to the same point we're at half the time. We're here to help you guys. We want to see you succeed. We want to see you out there shredding with us. And that means that we're going to do whatever we can to help you get there as quickly as possible. Um, shortcuts that we learned along the way, um, uh, everything that we learned throughout our years of driving. Um, we're condensing that as small as possible and giving that back to you. And you're getting it from multiple different instructors who've learned over the course of the, you know, the past 10 years different ways, different experiences, different techniques. You're, we're all compiling it in one big giant melting pot and giving that pot to you to eat. So when I say that the instructors are here to help you and that we're here to help you and that these, these events are guided towards progression, this is what I mean. We're compiling all the knowledge that we have together and force-feeding it to you so that you can progress at a faster rate. And it's made sense to a lot of people, and it's becoming more and more apparent the more we see guys come out of one or two skid pad sessions and go to a practice day on the full course, and they're absolutely shredding that first day to where they're being bumped up and going into the intermediate group and running open lapping, et cetera, et cetera. This is amazing to see. This is exactly what we want to see. We want to see you guys progress at this insane rate to where um, you can start focusing in on your own style and your own technique and pulling in your own technique and developing your own technique and just continuing to practice and practice and practice. This is what we want to see. And we're so stoked to be able to see this happen right before our eyes in just a couple of events. Awesome. Um, so figure eights can translate over to a lot of different things. Um, we also have the two mini circuits. Um, those mini circuits are basically a scaled-down version of our actual track for you to practice on. Now, the main goal of these is to practice weight transfer and faint entry into a decreasing radius corner where you have to slow down and then being able to control the car to come out of that and transition through and loop back around and do it all over again. Um, we have... We've had a lot of success on this course, and are these two mini circuits, and they're a ton of fun. Even the instructors have a blast, you know, messing around on them and playing on them. Um, any of these courses can be tailored to run in, in a twin drift configuration. So as we're moving forward, we're going to um, run an advanced clinic. Since we've had a lot of interest in the skip head sessions, we'll run an advanced clinic where we do, you know, twin drift donuts around the cone, twin drift figure eights, working on timing transition in the chase position, um, while the, the lead driver focuses on 
running a nice solid lead line. That way we can get better and more comfortable and push the whole level of driving up to the hole. Um, we also had some instructors playing around, chasing each other, lead follow on the mini circuits, which proved to be a ton of fun on you know entering into a corner and maintaining proximity while slowing down and then continuing through the transition and around the uh, sweeper at the backside. So these 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 stations are for this event, the skipad sessions is basically a training ground event. Um, we're going to train you from the ground up, or we're going to take you wherever you are and push you as far as you're willing to go and wanting to go to progress. So um, the skipad sessions are not a um, an event to look over. Um, like I said, if you come out and you do a practice event, um, you run a night toge, you run, you know, you've done a speed and style event, um, and you just feel like you could benefit from taking a step back and running a skip head session event and focusing on, you know, throttle control, et cetera, et cetera. Myself included, too, I am looking forward to testing out 4-6 diff this weekend, and I'm going to be on the skip head testing it as much as I possibly can. Um, and we're going to do some videos on the skip head. But feel like you're going to benefit from um, taking a step back and dialing yourself in and really focusing on, you know, dedicated practice with an end goal. That's, that's the key here is to develop a goal that you want to achieve and then let our instructors know, let us know, and we'll get you to that goal. That'll be our goal for the day is to get you to your goal. So come up with a goal. It's always good to go into any of these drift events with a goal in mind, something you want to work on, something that you can come out of the day with being like, fuck yeah, you know, I, I hit my goal and then I pushed even further and it was, you know, what a great day. That's what we want to hear. We want you guys to have a goal. Um, if you just want to come out, practice, open practice, lay back, just, you know, sliding around, that's fine too. I always suggest um, having a goal in mind. So, for example, you know, I want to do my first donut. We'll get you to do your first donut, get your um, throttle control consistent, and then um, we'll work on figure eights. So then you've achieved your goal, and then we'll go on to figure eights for you to hit another goal. Um, we just want to see you guys succeed at these events so that you can come out to a practice day and um, impress us even more with how much you've learned. So that's this weekend. Um, Drivers' emails. We have uh, registration is open till the end of the night tonight. Um, we do have drivers' emails going out as soon as registration closes. So drivers, check for those tomorrow morning. Um, what's that? We got five spots left. Um, there's about 20 drivers signed up. Um, which, if you've been to one of these events, there is a in, an insane amount of seat time. So make sure you bring spare tires. It's going to be dry out. Um, everything and everything. So, Tire Machine will be there. Josh will be there changing tires. It's $10 a tire to get your tires changed. Thank you, Josh, for coming out to all the events. Um, I appreciate it so much. I know everybody else appreciate, appreciates it. When I blow a tire out, you're there to help me. So, thank you so much. Um, thanks to Jack's lug nut for blowing that tire out. Um, what else can I say? So, Wolf Clan, I'm sure, will be out there. Um, go check out their gloves. He's got great SFI rated gloves. Um, if you guys haven't driven with gloves before, start getting used to driving with gloves. It's definitely going to be something that's going to be mandatory moving forward. Um, you know, not only is not only do you want to keep, you know, hands, feet, face protected, 
you want to, in case of a fire or anything like that, or God forbid any of that happens, um, you know, what, when it's summertime and you got sweaty palms or whatever, and you're thrown into a corner with a, you know, a wood grain steering wheel, you know, things can, we don't, we want to prevent anything from ever happening by accident um, or a fluke incident. So the wheel slips out of your hand, you end up in the wall. Worst case scenario. Pick up a pair of gloves. We're running motorsports, so we should be we should be using gloves anyway. You'll get used to them. If you have a simulator set up, practice with them at home. Break them in. Um, Joshua's gloves feel awesome. They're reverse stitched, so you can't feel anything on the inside, which is super cool. Um, they're very comfortable, and they're cheap too. I think they're like sixty bucks for a logo set of Wolf Plane Garage gloves. Um, shout out to Josh. Thank you very much for offering those to everybody. Mm. So Mama's Barbecue will be out serving breakfast and lunch at the skid pad sessions as well as the practice days at the end of the month. Um, if you guys have not tried these um, burritos, you're missing out. They're unreal. I can't. I'm like supposed. To, I'm trying to like cut back on what I'm eating, but I cannot stop eating those. So they're amazing. Make sure you grab a sandwich from them or anything. Um, besides that, I think that is it. So we will be opening up. February 29th, practice day, later today or tomorrow. Um, so keep an eye out for that. There is the practice event on the 23rd, which is the week before. Just about full. I think there's about 12 spots left, 10 spots left, um, which is awesome um, to see that everybody wants to practice throughout the winter. This is great because I can't go without driving either. So I'm sure if you guys love it just as much as I do that you're feeling the same way. Um, it feels like we haven't had an event in so long, and it's going to be over a month for a practice day. So, um, so that'll be open for sign up soon. If you guys are interested in tires, shoot us an email. Um, we're working with Tire Stacks now, so we can get. Um, we have special pricing as an organization, so Spirit does have special pricing if we host the group buy through Tire Stacks. They're allowing drivers of series to do their own group buys. So for example, let's use um, Blackhand as an example. So Blackhand Drift Team, they've got four or five guys, four guys. If they wanted to do a group buy on Kendas or Federals or Bolinos, they can pitch in together and do a group buy through tire stacks. If we do it through our organization, we get a little bit steeper of a discount, um, but we can all compile together and do this all together. Um, the discounts are great. You can get, Kenda has a variety of sizes that haven't been listed before, um, and specifically 215.45.17 is now available, 235.40.17 is now available, which is my size, so I'm happy. Um, 255.40.17 is also available for those guys that want to stay 17 but don't want to go, um, but want to go wide and grippy. Um, and don't want to go 265, 35, 18 for clearance reasons, which is my case. Um, that's a good size to go to. Um, so remember, they come in the 300 and the 180 treadwear. Wouldn't recommend running the 180 unless you really, really need to, unless you're like 350, 400 horsepower. They're very, very sticky. And when they heat up, they're like glue. I thought they would be comparable to the RSR and the 180, but I ran them on the Sylvia in Japan, and we ended up destroying third gear um, pretty quickly. I think after like nine laps or so, they just got so, so, so hot. Um, 
It's so, so grippy. So go with the 300 Treadwear. Um, it'll be a great all-around tire. We've been pushing a lot of people to the, the KR20As, and they're loving them. Um, Jose's one of them. He's got the red Origin Lab Racing Line Kit hatch, um, two skid pad sessions, and then one practice day. He's been out there shredding. He was one of the examples that I was talking about earlier. Um, so if you can and you have the sizes, or if you can tailor your sizes to run the Kendas, I highly recommend running them. They last extremely long. Um, and they're very predictable, and they go all the way down the cords. So if you're having issues with an KR20A where it's cooking the outer edge or they're prematurely delaminating or chunking, contact me um, via email or DM or something, and let me know what's going on and what's happening. We'll work together to figure out what's going on with your setup. Um, we've had a couple drivers that were wearing the outside edge. You know, what that means is that the outer edge is obviously getting hotter than the rest of the tire, so it's prematurely wearing the outside, which means when you're rolling in through the corner, you're most likely on that first corner at our track, at our circuit, um, you're rolling onto that outer edge. So what that means is that, you know, you could benefit from some more camber in the back, more negative camber, or just, you know, dial out some positive camber. Um, so that when you roll into that first corner, you know, that, that – uh, that contact patch ends up being flat. For example, I run negative two and a half degrees in the back on this on the R32. On initiation, you know, my whole car rolls. I like the softer setup. The whole car rolls and it gets a flat contact patch. So when I have to dig out of that corner, it's flat and using the entire tire to dig out of that corner, um, which is needed when you're throwing the car in as fast as you possibly can and as hard as you can. So keep that in mind. We had um, so we were messing with Tyler's car. He drives the white Team Sabotage um, 240 hatch, and so he was running positive 0.5, and he was getting a lot of wear on the outer edge, almost to where it would wear all the way down completely, and the rest of the tire would be pretty, like, three-quarter tread left, pretty fine. Um, so we were discussing this, and, you know, he added, he took a degree of camber out, so now he was negative 0.7, or was a little more than a degree, um, and... Now he has flat, flat even wear across the tire. So remember that that if the tire is wearing on a certain spot on that tire, it may be because of heat. So the inner inside it'll be you have too much camber um, for this specific track, or the outer edge it'll be too little negative camber or too much positive camber. So you can read a lot from what the tire is doing. Could also be pressures. Um, if your pressures are sky high and you get some inside wear or you get some center wear, you know, your the pressures are way, way too high. Um, outer edge wear from rolling, um, too low of pressures where the sidewalls are just soft and the tire's kind of mushy underneath the rim is just rolling from side to side. If you are having to go down that low in pressure sub-20, then you might want to step it up in width. Um, keep these things in mind. Playing the tire game, there's a lot of different variables to keep in mind with alignment, you know, toe-in, toe-out, camber, negative camber, pressures, width, size, you know, everything. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. And finding that right setup is pretty crucial in you being able to take the next step as a driver. So not having to worry about what your tires are doing because you have a consistent setup underneath your car makes a huge difference in, you know, you being able to concentrate on driving. So it's very important to use the practice days, the skid pad days, um, to dial in your setup, write it down in a notebook. I say this all the time. Write it down in your phone. 
write it down anywhere, title the damn note, um, spirit setup, so that it's specific to this track. Find out what works for you at this track and tailor the car to it. You can basically get away with um, a street alignment for the track. I drive the R32 in the street all the time, never have any irregular wear or anything like that. Um, I think I'm negative four and a half up front, negative two and a half in the rear, a little bit toe out of front, a little bit toe in the rear. Um, and it works, it works great for um, driving around town and for driving at the event. So find what works for you pressure-wise. Like I know exactly what pressures I start at every single time. I go out there at 28 PSI all the way around, cold, and then that's it. I don't have to touch the car for the rest of the day. The car is predictable. Um, and I started higher because I've run wide tires with low pressures or with low horsepower, um, but I eventually settled on that 28 PSI range. It felt good, front and rear, had a little bit of front, a little bit of understeer, a little bit of sliding, um, so the front end would kind of slide on initiation for that big four-wheel slide, um, but that took me a while to get to. Now I don't really have to pr play around with pressures all the time. I can set them, and then I can just check them and make sure that they're staying, make sure I don't have any leaks, make sure, you know, they didn't get too, too hot if it's a really warm day. Of course, this is going to be, you know, a winter setup. So in my notes, I will write, you know, based on fall and winter months so that I know that the temperatures are a lot cooler. So I know that when summertime comes, you know, I might not be able to run that you know, 20 PSI all around. Or it might be different. It might be getting hotter quicker. I might be able to, not be able to do as many laps before the temperatures rise to the point where I'm going to end up just, you know, the tires are getting greasy and they're going to prematurely wear, et cetera, et cetera. Heat, temperature is everything. Whether it's tires, your engine, your coolant, your water temperatures, your oil temperatures, um, everything. You want your motor to last. You want your tires to last. You have to monitor temperatures, oil temps, coolant temp, water temp, um, tire temperatures, pressures, you have to see how much they're increasing, not overheating anything. That is crucial. You need, if you want everything to last and be reliable, you have to monitor your pressures, I mean your temperatures. Temperatures are crucial. So with that said, throw some gauges in your car, please. Um, make sure you're monitoring everything. Ask if you don't know. If you don't know what temperatures are unsafe, ask um, if you, anybody at the events can help you. Um, look online. Uh, there's plenty of threads out there that say, like, you know, that have given, you can look up some build threads, same motor that you have, same spec, blah, blah, blah. You know, shoot them at DEM, ask us, um, what, are, what should my, you know, optimal oil temperature be, or how hot is too hot for oil temps, or, you know, how hot is too hot for water temps, or how hot is, how my tires are increasing in pressure this much in one session. Is that too much? Maybe it is. Maybe you need to go to a wider tire so that wider tire dissipates heat more and doesn't heat up as quickly. You know, for example, Brandon um, from WolfClan runs a 215-4517 all the way around. Um, and he's making like 350 horsepower on an SR. Little skinny. He's heating those things up very quickly to where they're getting greasy. Now, it's still a KR20A, but for his power... The width is a little too narrow to where they're just they're they're creating heat a lot. Think about a narrow skinny tire. You, you do a standstill burnout. How quickly is that narrow skinny tire going to generate heat? Pretty quickly. Step it up to a little bit wider of a tire. That tire is going to generate heat and dissipate heat throughout the width. Not as quick as that skinnier tire would. It has more surface area to heat up. So 
think about that. If you're burning through tires and they're overheating, they're delaminating quickly, they're chunking quickly, then you may be too skinny. They may be, they may be delaminated because they're spinning too quickly, creating too much heat, and heat kills tires. So keep that in mind. You might need to just step it up in width in the rear. Make sure to keep the balance front to rear. I could literally, this started as a conversation about the skid pad event this weekend. I could literally ramble all day long. I will, I'll put it in another podcast. Um, thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys all this weekend. Make sure to come out. Be excited. Have some fun this weekend. Can't wait to see all the progression. Um, I'm posting this up right now, so have a listen. Let me know what you think. If you guys want me to talk about tires a little bit more in depth, uh, just you know, drop a comment and ask. I'll, I'll talk about anything you guys want. I, I love talking about tires, um, anything from compounds to pressures to temperatures to alignment based on tires. It's uh, so much fun. There's so much to talk about. Um, enjoy, guys. I'll see you this Sunday. Take care. Make sure you nut and bolt check your cars. Talk to you guys later.